Hey ladies, welcome to the Diamond Hands podcast. So you want to own a med spa? Welcome to our community and explore the exciting industry of medical aesthetics and hear from experienced med spa owners and relevant industry experts to guide you on your path. Mindset, money, practice management, marketing, find it here. But today, I am so excited to have Elise with us. Um, and she's a fabulous nurse injector, and she owns L Med Aesthetics and Wellness. Elise, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, everybody's dying to know, of course, because, you know, um, there might be some new nurse injectors or people who want to get into this business. Absolutely. You know, so tell me about, first of all, tell me about your business. Great. So I founded L Medical Aesthetics and Wellness this January in 2020, um, which was great. And then the pandemic happened, but it's so great. So that's great. <laughs> We're bouncing back better than ever. Um, but I founded it under the vision that I can help guide everyone, regardless of their gender, ethnicity, skin color, body type, whatever they are, whoever they want to be, to look and feel like their best self. Um, inside and out, I think that um, providing medical injectables like Tox, Botox, Vimin, Dysport, um, and fillers. And I do vitamin injections, IV infusions, um, recently adding laser skin resurfacing, hair removal, hair restoration, and cool sculpting. Um, so I did all that. And what I had to do was shift with the pandemic a little bit. Um, and I changed my business model to a concierge mobile and doing multiple pop-ups at different locations regularly. So it kind of reduces my overhead a little bit, but mm -hmm. also allows me to continue with the same patients. So it's been great. That's so awesome. So, you know, I, I'm very curious to know, and I'm sure people want to know, what type of nursing were you in before you came to this field? Like, tell us a little bit about your credentials, the type of nursing you were in. Absolutely. So I have been a nurse for 12 years and a nurse practitioner for eight years, which is crazy to think about. Um, and I've had an extensive background from critical care to primary care. And more recently, the past four years before I got into aesthetics, I was working in neurology. And that's actually how I became familiar with toxin um, is we would inject Botox into patients that had strokes and they had spasticity or migraines or chronic pain. And I was like, hey, there's something to this a little bit. Um, and then I started researching more about it and found that this could be something cool that I could do. Wow, that's so amazing. And it's interesting you talk about, you know, the critical care. And I've talked to other nurse injectors and I, I feel like a, some of them, a, quite a few I've talked to have come from the critical care um, yeah. industry. Um, and so I find that really interesting. So, you know, in aesthetics, what would you say that you're most passionate about? Um, I think my passion is really about guiding people on their journey to their best self. Like, that's what I'm all about. I'm like, how can I help you be the best you? You don't have to look like her or him. You have to look like the best version of you. And how can I guide you? I feel like I'm a partner in your care and I want to be there with you to try to come together and make sure that whatever your goals are, we can reach them together and I can guide you in the right direction, whether it's with the aesthetics, with fillers, with skincare, with body shaping, with energy for infusions, all that stuff. Um, so I really feel like helping somebody 
with a holistic kind of um, approach to my care mm-hmm. would really help them like emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, and just really being there for them in any way that I can beyond just, oh, here's a little Botox. <laughs> and I think that's great because, you know, it, when you are working with someone, whether it's in aesthetics or finance or whatever, it's a very holistic picture of what you're doing for someone. And if you're just focusing, oh, sorry, go ahead. What were, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, it really is. Um, I have also a background that I didn't even mention um, in mind-body medicine, and I've taught meditation since 2011 and stress management. Um, I led author a chapter in the lifestyle medicine textbook. Um, so I'm very into lifestyle and helping people. I know it, it was fun. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was a lot of work. It was a great experience. I'm not sure I'll ever write a chapter again, but it was great. <laughs> and I, I have the big textbook this thick to prove it. Um, but, um, and I'm also a Reiki master teacher too. So I've been practicing Reiki since 2004. So I'm just really into making sure that everyone feels good, the energy is good, the vibe is right, and you're feeling like your best self when you leave me. That's so wonderful. I love that energy work. I think that's a, a definitely different dynamic because, you know, stress and all of those different things can really affect your skin. It can affect how you look. It does. Um, it ages people so fast. Um, mm-hmm. and so if you're coming to me and you have these dark bags under your eyes and your skin isn't looking shiny and plump and like you're, you're hydrated, then mm-hmm. I'm going to say, okay, I can help you, but like, let's look at the bigger picture of what's going on. How can we prevent this? What can we do? Do you want to add on a 10 minute Reiki before your service so that you can have the ultimate relaxation and feel good? Do you want me to teach you how to meditate a little bit? I can do that to help your stress management. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a really new take. And I have not seen that in other med spots. So I I think that's really nice. So in order to offer those other things like, you know, Reiki or meditation, when you're onboarding a new client or taking them through, do you kind of like, do you kind of like diagnose first, like what you think they would benefit from, like in your intake, like kind of tell me a little bit more about that process. Like if I was coming to you, yeah. How would you know that I needed to have some, you know, some Reiki? I can't pronounce anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I did good. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, first of all, I would, I would look at you and I would say, okay, Leslie, tell me what's going on, you know, and I get your concerns. I ask you what your goals are. And I would say, what's going on in your life, you know, and just really getting to know your patients and building that rapport with your patients is so important. And you mm-hmm. can start by just saying, what's going on in your life? What's your life like? Let chat. Mm-hmm. Do you have three kids that you're going to homeschool and work full time right now? And then balance a household and try to figure out who's going to mow the lawn? Because yes. yeah, your skin is going to look crappy. Okay. Yes. So, uh, are you wearing a mask all day and you're getting all this mask me? You know, mm-hmm. um, yes, we can like brighten up your eyes for your Zoom calls. That's fine. With some, mm-hmm. a little Botox, we can pop your cheeks with some filler. But what is at the base? What's at that core? Yes. And if you are constantly burning the candles at both ends, trying to pour it from an empty cup, something's mm. going to give at some point. So that's yeah. what I'm talking about. So you, so you really try to make sure that your clients are not pouring from an empty cup. Yes. Because, you know, filler. We all, are, we all have, you know, yes. and, and if you, you, and if, when you make people look good too with the aesthetic industry, which is why I loved 
doing this and why I thought it was a perfect marriage for my holistic background mm -hmm. is because you can make people look good, but it also gives them like a little bit of confidence. And like you can yes. see when people leave, they're like, ooh, I feel good, you know? Um, and they, they feel glowy and that just like pushes them over a little bit into that self-care regimen to say, okay, like this is a start. This is how I'm gonna take care of myself. I deserve this. I need that me time. I need my bath at night, whatever it is, you know? Yes, so. that's so great. I love it. So, you know, as you're kind of getting into this industry, what do you think was one of your, you know, biggest challenges when you're making the transition from working in the hospital and critical care to becoming, you know, the boss bee? It's a major transition. Um, then it's, there's tons of challenges. So to pick one, I would have to say, I think mindset is the biggest thing. You know, you're going from being an employee and as nurses, we're caretakers by nature. So we want to help people in any way that we can, but you're shifting to being like, okay, I'm taking care of other people, but I also have to take care of myself and my business. My business is my patient. What can I do that's best for them? How do I learn everything that I need to know about business? Because you're, you're definitely not taught that in nursing school or NP school. I can tell you that much. Um, and it's rare even that you go to a CME course and they talk about business because the majority of people in healthcare are just going to go and work in the hospital systems, work in private practice, do their specialty, and that's it. But when you're shifting your whole career to an entrepreneurial mindset, you have to kind of shift that energy in you and say, okay, I got this. Like, it's kind of like starting over in nursing school. Like, I'm so scared to take a blood pressure, you know? Yeah. And then you're like, whatever, it's a blood pressure now. But <laughs> when you're there, you're like, oh my God, what do I post on social media to get business? I'm so yeah. scared. <laughs> or like, yes. oh, I don't know how to set up QuickBooks. What am I going to do? You know? Um, and I think shifting that mindset to being like, no, I got this. I am that B. I'm going to do this. This is my, <laughs> this is my jam. I yes. can do everything I've done. I've saved countless lives in the past. Mm. Um, I can do this and figure it out. People are doing this all the time without my background in saving lives and all that. <laughs> wow. And I think that's such an important thing, the mindset piece. And that's like 80% of the battle, I believe, owning a business is the mindset piece, 100%. And like going into the industry, do you think it was easy to break into? Did you have any hurdles getting into the industry? Yeah, so I, I'm a little bit newer in the industry. I started, I got certified first in 2018. Mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of did a side hustle a little bit, friends and family. And I struggled. I struggled a little bit because I am very holistic in my care. And I thought that the two aesthetics industry and holistic integrative medicine just couldn't mesh. I thought they were the total opposite. But like I said, I actually think that my mission now is to make sure that you holistically feel great and whatever that takes. If you want some Botox, if you want some filler, if you want some vitamins, whatever it takes on top of making sure your mind, body, soul is right. Um, and so then after, once I figured out, okay, this is it, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go for it. And I started in January and mm -hmm. I found like as soon as I just aligned myself with my purpose and what my passion was, things just started flowing to me. And the one thing I love about the aesthetics com community, it is a community, is that it is a community and that it's super supportive. And one of the things we always talk about is community over competition. And I can reach out to anybody on Instagram that I don't know and be like, hey, I'm a newer injector. What do you think about this? Or, hey, 
what did you do for your business to be this successful? And people, because we're nurses by nature, that foundation of aesthetics is mostly nursing. Yeah. We just want to help each other because that's our nature. So wow. I found it to be really supportive, even though it was really hard at first. Yeah. And like I said, that great. energy, that alignment, once you get into that space, I feel like things just start flowing to you and you just got to ride the wave. That's wonderful. So, you know, speaking of that, you know, tell us more about your training and what school that you went to in order to gain more skills in the aesthetics field. Um, I'm interested to know about that. Oh, so I started off with LexRx in Boston. Um, two NPs run the company. They're so great. Um, that was my first training. And then I went to the Audrey Rose Institute of Medical Aesthetics as well. Mm -hmm. And Audrey is also a nurse, nurse practitioner and she is great. Um, and I've learned so much from all of these women and I keep up to date with any seminars or webinars they offer. The pandemic, I feel like might've been a blessing in disguise for me for just launching my business because so many trainings happen for free, which was yeah. great to take advantage of. Um, so I did like a virtual cadaver lab for free, which is great. I think that's yeah. so important. As much experience as you can, you know, you want to learn the anatomy, just like any disease process. You need to know the pathophysiology behind it. You need to know the anatomy behind it. You need to know how to diagnose and assess correctly and then mm -hmm. treat right so that you get the best result and your patients keep coming back to you. Um, and so I think that those, that foundational core was so great. And then just like anything, I continue to learn. I'm taking CMEs this weekend. I'm doing the Aesthetic Next Conference virtual yes. but it's still gonna be great I'm so excited about it um yes. so yeah I think just like anything you just want to constantly keep up on your skills because you want to be up to date with the most evidence-based practice you can exactly and I think that's excellent so so you went to those schools you've gotten some skills you have a community tell me more about hands-on training and how important do you think hands-on training is as opposed to you know we're kind of in this virtual environment now absolutely um tell me more so i think there's definitely benefit to the virtual trainings but without practicing on an actual real life patient you just don't get it you don't feel the muscles you don't feel the anatomy you don't see how each patient is different how skins are different mm -hmm. how there's different textures and thickness and how muscles are stronger in certain areas mm -hmm. or what people need. And it's really important to go under the guidance of somebody who knows what they're doing, mm -hmm. I think, and just be observed even if you did a bunch of virtual trainings. Um, I really think that going to an actual school like Audrey Rose Medical Aesthetics Institute or the LexRx, they um, really helped me solidify my skills and feel yes. confident about them because they provided that didactic but also that hands-on skill training, just like nursing school. Yes. You go to didactic and then you go to clinical, you know, yes. so or med school, even anything, you know, yes. you have to practice what you learn or else you're not going to be good at it on real people and not people that are paying you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because if you mess up, that's a bad rap for you and you, you can't afford to have a bad reputation when you're first starting out. <laughs> Exactly. So I think that's so such an important tip. And I know we kind of talked about community before, so I'm kind of going to move on into what is your one tip that you would have for new nurse injectors in regards to mindset when they are making the transition? 
all right, you know, this is my struggle. This is my jam now. So I <laughs> yeah. think, <laughs> yes, um, I think that just knowing like you are enough, you can do it. Like, just go for it. You've got to just shift it and just be like, no, I'm a badass B. I'm going for it. I'm the boss. Mm-hmm. Like, I got this. I can do this. Just like anything else in nursing, I learned. I remember being 20 years old and like being scared to do, do a finger stick on a blood sugar patient. And now I, oh. it's laughable, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, you're going to feel that way the first time you do Botox or the first time you do a filler. But the more you do it, the more confident you get. So you got this. You know how to educate yourself. You have your assessment skills already. You have your diagnostic skills. Just go for it. And just whenever you need help, reach out. You know, I think that's really important is just make sure you're nurturing relationships and you're putting yourself aside and just putting yourself out there and saying, I'm going to, I'm going to make these relationships. I'm going to make sure that I have help when I need it. And I'm going to go for it because I got this. Yes. That's so excellent. Thank you so much, Elise, for coming on the podcast today. And, you know, for those that are watching, for those that are listening, they're going to want to know how can we find you, Elise? We need your Instagram handles, your website, your phone number. Give it to us. Yes, yes, yes. All (laughs) social media is at LMedBoston, E-L-L-E med boston um and then my website is www.lmedboston.com um and my phone number reach out to me call me text me whatever you need 978-846-5167 um so and feel free to email me anybody who's new in the industry and has questions i'm happy to help anybody who wants to take an approach similar to mine i'm happy to help Anybody who wants injectables, come on over. I'm happy to be your injector. (laughs) Um, So yeah, but I think it's so great. I'm so thankful to have met you and it was so fun to do the podcast. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Elise. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day and we'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Leslie. Bye. Like what you heard? Please leave us a review. I appreciate you listening and your support. Follow us on Instagram at Plan Life Happens and comment on this episode's post. Also, I appreciate your feedback and ideas. Improving is the name of the game. I'm Leslie Tracy, your host. Thanks for listening.